Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Home Podcast for round 23-2018. We come to you from Rod Carter Studios, specifically tonight. Joining me is a man, he's a friend of the show, one of the co-stars of Two Guys, One Cup podcast. It is Charlie Clawson. Co-stars? Yeah. Co-host? Co-star. Co-star? You can't be a star. No, name me one podcast star. Podcast star. Besides Mark Maron and Joe um, Rogan and Adam Carolla and all those stars. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith. Uh, we Joining me is Charlie Clawson today by the fact that uh, Adam Rosenbach is, uh, well, he's, he's in hospital. Right? It's okay. It's okay, yeah. guys. Uh, he's gone in for Lars surgery, just yeah. to be able to get back on the field next year. No, he had a bit of a tinge of the back during the week. Had a bit of uh, back awareness? Back awareness, I think it's fair to say, yeah. And it got worse and worse during the week, culminating mm. on Sunday when he gave me a yell. He, he was whimpering. He was whimpering. <laughs> but he also, he was so hurt, so hurt that we had to delay junk time for a day because uh. he wanted to hear me talk about the Hawks for an hour. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, he had to admit himself into hospital. Yep. And... They load him up on the morphine and the like, and then he's got a bit of a fever. So he went Grand to... Grand final fever. <laughs> final fever. <laughs> he went to another hospital. Uh, There's a, a prescription he... for two tickets. And they... cure for final I think are pumping him full of antibiotics. I mean, I haven't heard from him for a little bit. Um, which, and you know, <laughs> when someone's in hospital, no news is good news. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, so hopefully he'll be on the mend. Uh, but he... He seems his best at the junk timers out there. Um, but did yes. you tell him that I was uh, coming off the bench? No, thank you for joining us, Charlie. It's very kind of you. Do you think he'd be worried? Uh, that you'll be usurped? Yeah, well, it's like, you know, Josh Bruce uh, goes out of the forward line all year at the Saints, mm-hmm. and then Rowan Marshall steps up and is actually playing pretty well. Maybe yep. make, make Josh Bruce start to worry. Well, I mean, I'm more than happy to. I mean, I think I remember the grand final show a couple of years ago when the Doggies won it. I think Adam went to the toilet, and you guys offered me a five-year contract <laughs> to come on two guys, one cup. Yeah. And we look, I, I'll be honest, I considered it. <laughs> I thought about it for a we long time. We gave you the, the Dan Hanabry offer where it's like, well, you know what? You probably passed it. <laughs> Your left leg's not that great. He's a five-year contract. Yeah, Come to 900 grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to say here. So, yeah, so we apologize. Um, uh, we hope, Adam. We, we wish him a speedy recovery. Yes. Um, yeah, and who knows? Um, I like to think that he's actually gone in. He's going to come out with, you know, a, a new nose or something. Right, and just yeah. like right It's off. a ruse, yeah. P- pretend like, oh no, it's actually, I hurt my back. Yeah, it's, it comes it's, back it's, 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 it's my back, but I mean, I don't know, side point, don't my calves look fantastic? <laughs> his eyebrows are an inch <laughs> higher in his face. It's a story I told on um, our other podcast, Tofop, but I, I worked with a makeup artist once who told me that she worked on Sylvester Stallone when he came to Australia for some mm. promotional tour. No, uh, <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't about how hard you get hit, it's whether you keep moving forward. That's a great Christopher Walken, but I'm talking about <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. Oh, it ain't about how hard you get here. It's where you can keep moving forward. She said uh, when she was putting makeup on Sly, she noticed that his real eyebrows were actually about like yeah, he's had some work, yeah. half an Never inch above work. where Absolutely. he's yeah. got these penciled in or painted in eyebrows, tattooed oh, yeah. eyebrows down the bottom. 
um, hazards of having a facelift. I know mm. a guy had a facelift and uh, he had to shave his neck. Right. Because they that's where his balls Well, well they, dragged, <laughs> they dragged the skin back and so I suppose you're, uh, you're, yeah. you're halfway down your chin now that's, goes to where your ear is. Double. So you now need to have to shave your neck yeah. more often. Yeah, right. The things people do for vanity, eh? Yeah. I mean, I guess you couldn't drag skin up from your neck. Do you dye you? your hair yet? Yeah. Do you? Well, from time to time. Oh, yeah. okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Huh. When I was doing Home and Away, they would paint the grey out of my beard. They'd put, like, mascara through my beard, so I had a completely black beard. Gotcha. You're lucky with black, though. Yeah, why? No, black's worse. Grey shows up earlier. No, no, but black, like, you can dye it and you can get rid of it. Yeah. What do you got, like, no, like, look at my, my like, uh, kind of like a mousy brown. Yeah, but they sell mousy brown dye. Yeah, but if I dyed it. Is this it, a football podcast? If I, if I dyed it, you could tell straight away. Yeah. Adam's, Adam's in, just pushing the morphine <laughs> button right now. <laughs> um, more, more. I must be tripping. Are they doc, actually talking doc, about hair dye? Doc, has, have those euthanasia laws gone through yet? <laughs> Charlie, Saints. Oh, uh, yeah. Speaking of euthanasia, <laughs> we were finally put out of our misery. Dude, on the weekend. So you're watching. I was uh, here. I was watching a little bit with you before I headed off. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, hey, had did you f- w- s- summarize the year for me? Um, it's a long pause. How? I mean, I feel like is that hope? Are they selling hope? Mm, no, I think they're all out of hope. I think a po- pocket full of miracles was emptied oh, by shit. round two when we lost to North. It's been a disastrous year. I think this has been. The worst year I can remember being a Saint supporter for, geez, like... What, the period between 83 and 86 when you won four wooden spoons? Uh, I mean, it feels as bad as that period. I mean, it feels like uh, worse than when we were, when we started the rebuild, worse than 2014 when we finished last because you kind of knew that we we're on the downside. But this is us meant to be on the upswing of a five-year rebuild mm-hmm. and we're nowhere near it. And the weird thing is... Like, when I watch that side, it's the fundamental things that they can't do. Like, the skills. They can't hit a target. They can't kick for goal. We have no genuine ruckman. Like, it's just... You know what I think? There was a a video on the Saints website. And look, I'm a big fan of the Saints digital team. They do a great job. But finding content this year must have been real hard. Sure. Put stuff up every week. And there was a video of Jaring sure. Geary. It's kind of like now, it's kind of like top five clangers of the week. Yeah. There was a video of Jaring Geary letting one of the rookies know, or one of the first year players, that he's going to get his first game. They are sweet videos, those yeah. ones. But yeah. there was like kind of like a hidden well, camera. Well, they call them mum and dad, you know. Yeah, but this one was more like Jaring, all the players were warming up playing basketball on the courts before mm-hmm. training. And Jaron goes over to this young kid, this 18 year old, and, you know, shooting hoops, and it's a hidden camera kind of thing. And Jaron gets the ball and says to him, hey, mate. Uh, how about if I if I sink this basket, uh, you'll play re- you'll play next round. And the guy's like, okay. So he throws it, misses, and goes, well, guess what? You're playing anyway. <laughs> and so to me, that kind of sums up the year. Like it's all promise, but just terrible execution. So, I mean, I, look, I, there's a lot of people. I, if you go on sensational.com, yep. which is probably a terrible place to go. No, everyone like, go to sensational.com. It's like going to the bar cantina on Tatooine. It's just <laughs> a hive of scum and villainy. Or Big Footy or any online forum where football fans get to share their insane thoughts. Yeah, for sure. Everyone seems to hate Richo. Like, that seems to be the... the, the he's the pariah right now. And I'm not 100% sure that he's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's like you can only do what you can do with the cattle that's out there. Maybe... It's an issue around game plan. Like maybe that's his flaw is they are not implementing a great game plan. But 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Like part of me is thinking maybe this is just like the, what do you call it? The It's like when um, the overcorrection year. Like because we were on an upward tra trajectory the yeah. last three years. And everyone was thinking maybe finals this year. <laughs> we just fucking completely spun out of orbit. So I'm hoping this is the overcorrection and then we'll swing back somewhere to where we were last year, next year. And you went to the Moravan facilities oh, yes. I toured, only yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah, I was devastated. I've been trying to get to Seaford for years now, but uh, <laughs> I left it too late. So Dude, unfortunately, to, I had to go to Moravan. You've wrangled your way into Moravan pretty well, though, like yes. into St Kilda. Like um, mm. a few weeks ago, a uh, friend of the show, Craig, who offered um, Adam and I to go into the rooms at the GWS uh, yeah, a few I weeks ago. Craig. Uh, of the same thing to you, the yep. same nice. privilege, same privilege. But you also had the you had the St Kilda rooms at the time. How did you hook up that? Who's the hook? Who's the who's the hooker? Um, Claire White is uh, head of PR at the Saints, mm -hmm. and so she and I uh, have been in contact. She listens to two, two guys, one cup. Yep, gotcha. Can um, you can you swing around a junk time at all? And um, sure, numbers. She she's I mean she's a, she's she's got her own podcast. I tell you what, she has her own football podcast. Oh, that drink it through. Do you know what it is? We can, we can talk about it now. What? Give it a plug. What? The podcast. That's what I just said. It's called De It's called Drink It Through. Oh, there we go. Brought to you by Dare Ice Coffee, major sponsors of the St Kilda Football Club. Dude, I tell you, this is like the golden era of football podcasts. Awesome. Today, I listened to Don't Argue with uh, the dark, usually Ben Dixon, uh, who they have on Gary Ayres. Gary Ayres talking about his life and times. Mm. Um, and also, the season that was 1993 is like, I, yeah, get, a little, that I get a little leap like when it comes like into my feed. That's like the Stranger Things of football podcasts. Dude, what I listened to today, they had, they talked to Harvey Silver about the uh, the origins of the footy show. Right. But yeah, like you, you, you go, oh yeah, 93, yeah, and Baby Bombers, what else? what were the legendary origins <laughs> of the footy show? Was it anointed for on high? Um, but Eddie yeah. Maguire came from Mount Sinai with two stone tablets. Thou shalt employ If there's one thing I want in this show, it's blackface. <laughs> Thou shalt have Trevor Marmalade behind a bar. Yeah, and it is of an era now. Like, and I, Thou and shalt have footballers dressing like women for end of year reviews. And it is that thing of that the footy show humour is mean, front bar humour is not mean, and front bar humour is from people who are genuine fans who didn't play it, and so therefore there's almost like they're more fascinated by it by the, than the players. Yeah. Uh, and then, oh, I mean, we, we don't want to forget the beep test, that guys. <laughs> Sunday nights after the bounce on Fox footy. But, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's a th there's like a whole bunch springing them out. Um, chicks talking footy, uh, out of Sanctum, obviously. Out of Sanctum. And you guys, yeah. Yeah. There's heaps. Who's the best, you reckon? Uh, they're all equal in my eyes. Hey, um, so what should we talk about this week? <laughs> what, ha what happened, Charlie? What, what? happened? Do you what? Have to, what happened? What do you the, mean? The, the, the hawks oh, right. the top. Oh, right. I thought you were talking oh. about the recorder. It's like, did something did it stop recording? No. Um, I don't really want to have to talk about the No, hawks. that's fair enough. No, I'll move on. That's Are you fair. serious? Yeah, that what? was too easy. I thought you'd at least fight it for no, a No, no, but I went, I went on Saturday. It's actually a lot of fun to go to the SCG for the first time in about half a dozen like, years. Let's talk a little bit because, you know, we, uh, we live together at the moment. Mm -hmm. and sorry, Siri just got triggered then for some reason. Let's talk about the Hawks. Yeah, yeah she's gone. She's gone, <laughs> she's gone <laughs> Siri's gone, uh, how about those euthanasia laws? <laughs> <laughs> Can you kill me? Uh, well, let Siri die, please. <laughs> Can Siri die? What are you doing, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> please kill me. Siri does not want to live. Um, no, uh, we've been living together and you think it's hilarious. But all week leading up to the Swans game, you're like, going to be top four, Charlie. Going to be top four, Charlie. <laughs> and then all you've said since the game is, eh, we're top four, Charlie. We're top four, Charlie. It's great. I'm really happy for you. No, who, um, kn who knows what's going to happen? It's pretty exciting, though. It's just... 
Well, I could, but I fucking love the fact. I love I mean, the. I love the idea that like Cumbridge's been beating us in that final. You are like the shit. I'm going to cop a up. rich kid. You're like a rich asshole's kid. You're like Donald Trump I'm Junior. Junior. Where it's like yep. you've never had to struggle. No, dude. Everything comes on easy street. I'm currently trying to trying to hack Damien Hardwick's emails. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know about the emails, man. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the thirty five thousand yeah. emails? Where'd they go? Yeah, Stephen, he bleached the service. Stephen Danks. Crooked it, Crooked Hardwick. Stephen Danks sent you some information about Damien Hardwick and you wrote back and he said, If it is what you say it is, I love it. <laughs> Lock him up. Lock him up. Uh no, look good on the Hawks. I think it's great. I mean, no one really I don't think anyone wants to see you guys win another flag oh, fuck besides no. Hawk fans. Yeah, fuck no. Um I think it's the first time Richmond Hawk are gonna play in a prim- uh, a final together. Um, uh, uh, let me think. We got in twenty five, so that would be ninety three years. That's well, never you, actually happened. You know what? I uh, uh, do you ever watch? Um, oh, what's it called? That 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 AFL show on Monday mornings with Beep uh, Test? No, yeah, the Beep Test. No, with uh, Jimmy Bartel, Matthew Lloyd, and and Purple. Oh yeah, 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 what's yeah. It called? Like it's, the it's on the AFL website, right? Yeah, the Monday yeah. wash up, whatever it's called, or curtain. What's it fucking called? It's called the Real Housewives of the MCG. They just chuck wine into people's faces the entire time. Anyway, I've watched what's that all year because I haven't I haven't had the stomach to watch a lot of games this year, especially Saints games. So I'll get my I'll get my talking points from those guys. Yeah. One thing I have noticed is when Maddie Lloyd writes you off you're going to do really well. Because he wrote off Hawthorne halfway through the year. He wrote off Sydney. Okay. And then today he's like, Collingwood don't have what it takes. Yeah, And it's great. like, well, I oh, guess it's going to be a Collingwood flag. Collingwood oh, shit. Flag. It's coming. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, I'm bearing the lead. Can I talk about the uh, live show we're going to do on Sunday? Yeah. On uh, Sunday, yeah, September let's do 2. It. And, and can you tell me what it is? Because we tried to pump it up on Two Guys, One Cup, and then we got too scared that we couldn't remember the name of the venue. Yeah, sure. It's the European Beer Cafe. European we we Beer have Cafe. done the live shows in the past, so the post-grand final show, which we will do again this year. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. You're not even talking about the grand final show. Here I was thinking you're talking about me. You're talking I can about talk about show. both. I can talk about both. Okay, yeah, good. the tickets for that one aren't on sale yet. The Junk Time AFL podcast is doing maybe with a very... Oh, maybe we could cross the Adam in the hospital bed. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> um, maybe we could get that. Who was that a doctor that Shane Crawford played on the footy show? Oh, Hank yeah. Hank Bolger. Hank Bolger. <laughs> Get Hank Bolger to go in and run a diagnosis. Oh, shit. I hope he doesn't walk in. It's like the wrestling just walks in and like the doctor walks in and then he turns out, oh, shit, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> uh, but we're going to do a live show, 4 p.m. at the European Beer Cafe. Uh, tickets can be found at Tribe Booking. Our guests this week are going to be Andy Lee, the very dreamy Andy Lee, and also Bob Murphy. Bob Murphy's going to be there and also Campbell Brown is going to be there. It's just Bob, mate. Just call him Bob. He's a no-nonsense guy. Bob. Bob. No frills, Bob. Free thinker, Bob. Well, I looked on a website earlier. Unorthodox like, Bob. I, I looked at a website earlier. Not your typical like, footballer, Bob. <laughs> Look, uh, in the spirit of Martin Flanagan, he was just a, a skinny, scorny guy. Just liked a bit of rock music. <laughs> but when he pulled on the boots, there was a mistake about him. <laughs> I mean, the old timers around the club said they hadn't seen anything like that since the back days of Witten. <laughs> but Bob was something different. Put a bit of a spin on things. Yeah, the old Corolla from Deviation. <laughs> I don't know cars. Yeah. Uh, hey, so Collective Mind did a press conference today about their uh, adventures with Adelaide on the preseason. Um, oh, right. No, camp. I didn't see that. What did they say? Uh, basically, they said that nothing happened. Like, none of that happened. They said there was, um, well, when they say nothing, look, they go, look, look, there might have been some serious offence 
towards the Indigenous players. But apart from that, <laughs> Why did they really say that? But they talked about blaring the Richmond tune like the we, um, oh, yeah. we've talked about in the past. And um, they said that didn't happen. They said... No, actually, there was one quote, and I, I'll, I'll paraphrase the quote. How could that have not happened when everyone has mentioned it? And that's the thing also. And even, I think, in the press conference, I think the I think it was uh, Pike and ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding, uh, ding. What's his face? Um, <laughs> Brett Burton. Ben Hart? Yeah, ben Brett Burton. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, said that that kind yeah, of maybe happened. But they... But Didn't they... they? But was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase the quote, but they said that the Richmond theme thing didn't happen, but there was a comedian who sung a few bars of it. Which I thought was a bit of a leap for a preseason camp. Yeah, why would you go comedian? And I wonder. I, I want to know who that comedian was. Too. Was it Jack Higgins? I mean, he's a Richmond <laughs> player. No, Jack Higgins has popped up. He got three quarters. He, infi- he infiltrated them. <laughs> he turns up with like a fake mustache and glasses on. He's like, "Yes, my name is Henry P. Jokes." Yes, and uh, <laughs> I've got a puppet. <laughs> my name is Hack Jiggins. <laughs> I um, I'm fascinated by the fact that like, who that comedian was and what their material was, and also the idea it was like. Oh yeah, guys. You know, just get out there and you know, just dig a hole and bury your past. Oh, by the way, uh, very funny jokes. guy coming up. Uh, <laughs> good friend of mine. <laughs> it's like when Husey would go to the clubs and do the insult jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except he gets up there and every insult is like deeply offensive <laughs> to people's religious and cultural sensitivities. So, what do you think about BJ retiring? Because he was there for what a decade. At uh, Bombers and tra- no, at, at Saints. Saints. Oh yeah, he would have been at Saints for. Sure. Yeah, I think he came in 2003 draft and was traded to 2011. Or 2012. Yeah, so almost 10 years. Or maybe it was 10 years. Do you have any kind of... Um, I think I, I liked BJ as a player, but he was never like the most cuddly, you know. I mean, you have more affection for other Saints players of that era. In that period in which we were contesting, he was probably one of the top five players in the league. In like the comp, yeah. Everyone talks about, and they read articles about that mark in the grand final against Collingwood. And he put us in front with that kick. And I've told this story before, but I was sitting just behind the goals where he took that grab and I yep. was surrounded by Collingwood supporters. And when he did that, I thought there was only a couple of minutes to go. Yep. So I was standing up and yelling at these Collingwood supporters who'd been giving it to me all day. <laughs> my mate was tugging my sleeve and going, six minutes, six <laughs> minutes. Um, but that should have been... That should have been our grand final moment. That should have been our Leo Barry U star. Um, but it wasn't. And I feel like after that, because that was our second year of contesting grand finals that we didn't win, BJ for the next two years, he just lost the appetite for it. Like he seemed angry and di- like more angry and disinterested for the next two years. Like he, I w- look, I don't want to, I don't want to cast aspersions on his uh, professionalism, but he just seemed like, and he wasn't the only one. A lot of Saints players seemed heartbroken after those yeah, yeah. two years. And like he, it broke them, yeah. Yeah, he just seemed a bit despondent yeah. and just like, I guess I guess if we had won, maybe his demonstrable, dem- demonstrative on-field behavior wouldn't have been as pronounced. But it, in the wake of those disappointing losses, it, I think everything just hurt a lot more. So I don't know that, I know he didn't want to leave. I know that he was sort of offered up and it wasn't kind of his idea. He didn't ask for a trade. But I honestly think that maybe it was the best thing for him. There's probably a bunch of players at St Kilda, you know, who after that period of time, you know, could have moved on earlier or whatever. Not Rui. Although I was thinking that about Rui because Rui went through like a lean couple of years where his knee wasn't working and he couldn't get on the field and stuff. And then because he's such a champion, he was able to come back. I remember Rui talking about his knee as if he said it's like a tire. Like it would just blow one day. Blow up. Yeah. Yeah. But it never quite happened. He 
he got through it. Yeah, well, he got it drained Luckily. midweek. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I wasn't sorry to see him go. I just wish that he'd had a better time of mm. it. Like I feel like, you know, he was at the peak of his powers uh, with a team that just lost a grand final, then drew one, then just got thumped, and then two years later he inherits this other club. And he's their marquee player who really should have been ready to contest again. But they lose two years out of their program because of what happened with, you know, uh, peptides and, and whatnot and what have you. The nonsense. The Stephen Dank nonsense. It's kind of heartbreaking, actually. Yeah, it really is. So yeah. I feel kind of sorry for him. And then when you saw his, um, this, did you see his video where he announced his retirement and like he's an emotional dude. Like he was, yeah, yeah. He, he was bawling from the start, and it's like, look, I he'll be fine. You know, he's, he seems like the kind of guy who I'm sure has fucking saved his money, and you know, he's got a family, and seems like a stable individual and yeah. stuff. But in terms of, he was a number one draft pick who got so close to being a premiership player, very close to being a Norm Smith medalist, and then the next club he goes to has the greatest scandal in AFL history. Like yeah. you would at some point go, shit, <laughs> did I walk under a ladder? <laughs> How many mirrors do I cap- smash? Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, more so than any other Saints player because they didn't have the double whammy of, you know, the grand finals and then the drug scandal. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty shit deal. Maybe James Gwilt. He went to Essendon as well, so. Yeah, but I mean, I agree. That moment, like, when he took that mark, it was like, here we go. Saints and, have got it. Yeah. And I look, uh, I'll watch the replay and, and you show, um, you know, Klimi and Eric Banner. And the like, kind of in the crowd, you know, shouting. And I just think to myself, if both of them had something horribly go wrong with them, you'd be that guy in that shot. <laughs> oh, no. Like, that's nah, the thing. There's, a, there's, like, still, there's still more there's in front like of There's a hierarchy. There's like, Molly. There'd be, you have the best. It would, it would be... It would be has the best celebrity fans going around. Oh, really? Molly still? Warney. Um, yeah, Eric Banner. Eric Banner, Klimi, Kedinsky. Um, I'm sure Jane she's Bunn, a bit of cash in there. Uh, Jane Bunn, Channel 7. It's all news. happening. But, dude, like, if they just um, need to go on a... Perkins. They need to go on a bus to a game and something to happen and then just fucking close and strolls in beautifully. Yeah. Number one member. Well, I'm one working, number hard, one I'm working hard on it. I'm working hard on it. I mean, it's only taken 41 years for the club to invite me down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do tips. So, Richmond Hawthorne, what do you reckon? Um, Thursday night final. Uh, Some people aren't happy. I will say Richmond. Richmond, yep. I'm going to say, yeah, fuck it. Hawthorne. I'm okay. going to fucking win. All right, jeez. I'm going to fucking win. That so aggressive. No, fucking come at me. Uh, no. Uh, Melbourne and Geelong. Um, now, look, this is great because Melbourne have turned it all around. They've uh, chased and You guys have been enjoying their the minor fuck ups over the journey. Yeah, like, like those big games uh, that once, they didn't once win. Richmond put Richmond here to bed, Will and I needed a new yeah, a, a new nerd to pick on. <laughs> we needed a new kid to bully. Someone to slam in the locker. Uh we need to eat someone's lunch. And <laughs> so we saw this little perspective <laughs> kid called Melbourne. Yep. Had a lovely property portfolio. <laughs> uh so yeah, I think the idea of seeing Melbourne just fuck it up on the big stage mm-hmm. is that a Tantalising. Yeah, well, I've had a pre- I haven't had a lot of cheer about this season, it'd be, Michael. It'd be quite refreshing if the commentators would talk like that. Yeah. Like, if you just throw a Bruce and said, what do you reckon, Bruce? And, like, he'd go through the spiel going, oh, they haven't been there since uh, 2006. It's been 12 years. What a journey. But it'd be great if Bruce went, in, you know, it'd be really fucking funny <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if no one cocked this up early. <laughs> uh, Bruce uh, has gone off script. He's gone off script. <laughs> 
I will say Geelong just because I want to see them win. I reckon Geelong just by the fact they've been around there for a decade and they know what to do. Yeah, and they got Danger Selwood. No, yeah. Danger... Danger, Danger Wood, Danger Ab- Woodlet. Yeah. Um, Sydney Giants on the Saturday, Arlo. Um, At the SCG. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming Buddy's back. I don't know enough about who's coming back for GWS. I feel like Sydney just, like Geelong, they're just more finals hardened. I reckon you're right too, yeah. I reckon Buddy will be back to, as well. Eagles and Collingwood over in Perth. Ugh. And also the idea, Collingwood are very good. Yeah. Interstate. Yeah, and, and I mean, their back's to the wall, and that's the problem, is when their back's to the wall, they never lose. They're a different side, this Collingwood. They're harder to make fun of. They're harder to despise, too. Like, when Mick Malthouse was their coach, and they had, like, Alan Didak and stuff, they were, and Dale Thomas, they were easier to dislike, but I don't really dislike any of the Collingwood players at the moment. That's a good point at the minute, yeah. Maybe because they haven't been so good for a while that you kind of don't... Yeah, but even like Bucks has eased up. It's like the new cool Bucks is now your cool teacher. The guy like sits in the chair backwards and is like, "Hey, let's you know, let's 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 chill." (laughs) And I mean, I got to tell you, like, I mean, Sam Murray has been real burn around the club. Like, he's always upbeat, really happy. Yeah, talks really quick. Talking, talking about himself a lot. Chat with everyone, you know. Yeah, it's good that he's keeping his fluids up because I see him making lots of trips to the bathroom. (laughs) Um, Assume he's just like you know got water going through him all the time. Okay, I'm going to go with Eagles there for the home factor. Yeah, for the I'm going to go with the pies because I just reckon God hates me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to hit the road. I remember our live show, September 2, Sunday, day after my birthday. Bring me gifts, people. Uh, it's going to be at the European Beer Cafe. Tickets can be found at trybooking.com. 4 p.m. It's with with Adam, hopefully. Adam, hopefully he's yeah fitter well, than not, he's ever I'm been. I'm not coming to Melbourne to do your live show if he's, if he's out. And Although he's, I will. Uh, you know what? If Adam doesn't do it, you let me know. I'll yeah. I'll give you till Thursday night. We'll fly it out. We'll fly down a helicopter like they did with yeah, Peter Hudson. Peter Hudson, yeah, awesome. <laughs> and uh, tickets. We've got guests: uh, Campbell Brown, Bob Murphy, and Andy Lee going to be joining us. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But we'll see you then. Campbell Brown. He was uh, a finalist in the men's health cover competition the same year I was. Oh, okay, a couple of years and ago. I, yeah, he and I have done a shirtless photo spread, not oh, together, but you know. I feel same, I feel kind of bad because I was thinking to myself, oh, Campbell Brown actually gave me a jumper about a decade ago for a comedy. Um, uh, comedy channel promotion on Foxtel. Mm. I did an interview and he kind of, you know, did yeah. that kind of thing. Oh, we brought a jumper for you. And I was like, oh, I should bring the jumper out. And, you know, sh- you know, say Campbell, this is what you gave me. And then I was like, oh, but I wrote Cyril in big letters on the back of that. I didn't write Campbell. <laughs> oh, look, I'm sure you could show him. He seems like a fairly even-tempered guy. I'm sure I'd take it really well. Just chill. Just chill. Just relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna hit the road. Uh, can we also promote our grand final show? I know tickets aren't on sale yet, but same venue, European Beer Cafe, the day after the grand final. Junk time and two guys, one cup. It's a huge show. Last year we had Richard Di Natale. Um, that was it. He was the host. He's the. Uh, I was going to say he's the host, but he's the uh, host of the leader of the greens. Leader of the greens. Leader of the greens. It yeah, and he went. He went crazy in uh, Senate this week. It was amazing. Yeah. So hopefully we can get him on and annoy him enough. We can not uh, not do our jobs badly enough that he's forced to reprimand us live on stage. But actually, that's not a bad vibe by the fact, like, if we did get him back, like, the, the speech that he gave last week, in a way, it was a bit of like a um, yeah. three-quarter time yeah. rant, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like, if I see guys, anyone, I'll spew up. <laughs> Boy, don't think. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't hope. Don't pray. Don't. How come you did that like plow and I did like mine, mine like John Kennedy Sr. with the bloody fucked up those impressions? Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talented. You're going to hit the road. Go Hawks. Go Saints. Jackpot.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.